0: Trial of courage. The prince's education was nearly complete, and the king began to think about getting them married. One day, the sage, Visvamitra, arrived unexpectedly at court. His ashram in the forest was being attacked by two demons, and he needed protection. The king offered himself, together with his army, but Visvamitra insisted that only Rama could do the job saying that in return he would reward him by teaching him the secrets of many powerful weapons. Reluctantly, Dasaratha agreed, and Rama, accompanied by his faithful brother Lakshama, left with the sage. They walked all day until they had left the city of Iota far behind. In a sheltered spot by the water's edge, Isvamitra initiated them as his disciples, giving them mantras that they would protect them from hunger and thirst and bestow unlimited strength. In the evening twilight, after receiving his mantras, Rama glowed like the autumn sun. There, the brothers served their guru and the three of them slept peacefully beneath the glittering stars. In the morning they proceeded west, their way passed through dark and tangled jungles, infested by fierce animals, and echoing with the cries of strange birds. All day they walked, deeper and deeper, into the forest. This was once a fertile and prosperous land, Beesvometra told them. But it has fallen under the sway of man-eating demoness named Takata, as the strength of a thousand elephants. Beeslamitra then instructed them that they must kill the demoness, Tataka. Rama halted and raised his bow. He drew the string and released it with a deep ring that resounded through the forest. Enraged at this intrusion into her kingdom, Tataka rose up and flew over the treetops, searching for its source. She saw Rama and Lakshmana and circled them from above. Not knowing who these bright and terrible beings were she discharged a magical cloud of dust hiding herself from view. And behind this she began to bombard Rama and Lakshmana with volleys of rocks and boulders. Aiming by sound alone, Rama struck her with razor-sharp arrows that sliced off her arms and Lakshmana cut off her nose and ears. Still, she did not retreat. Assuming another shape, she renewed her attack, throwing rocks from all sides at once. Do not play with this dangerous creature, warned Visvamitra. Dusk is approaching, and with the darkness, her strength will increase. Kill her now. Rama saw her rushing headlong toward him through the growing darkness. Quick as lightning, he met her with a shaft from his bow as powerful as a thunderbolt piercing deep into her heart. She let out a piercing scream and fell, dead on the spot. Peace descended and released from Tataka's deadly spells. The forest shone in the darkness. Feeling exhausted, they decided to rest for the night in that very place. The following morning, Mishwamitra taught Rama the invocations to control a hundred divine weapons each capable of destroying powerful enemies or even entire armies. They then continued on to Siddha Ashram, the hermitage of Visvamitra. Here, Rama was to ward off the attack of the two demons. Rama and Lakshmana stood lookout, and as midnight approached, two dark and terrible shapes swooped out of the sky, raining blood and lumps of flesh in all directions. Rama discharged a wind weapon at the leading demon, throwing him hundreds of miles out across the Indian Ocean. With a fire weapon, he pierced the heart of the second demon, killing him instantly. That night, there was great rejoicing in Siddha Ashram, and the two young princes were hailed as heroes. Visamecha then told them he would bring them with him to a great festival that was to take place at the court of King Janaka, in Mithila, several days' journey to the north. They set off with their guru, journeying along the banks of the Ganges to Mithila. And along the way, they came upon a deserted ashram. Vizramita explained to them that this was the home of Ah Ahelya, the wife of the sage Gautama. One day, long ago, Indra, disguised as her husband, had seduced her. Gautama caught them together and cursed both of them. His curse on Ahela was that she should become invisible and remain so without food and water for thousands of years until Rama himself released her from the curse. Encouraged by Visvamitra, Rama entered the ashram and at once could see Ahela, whom no one had seen for thousands of years. She looked, dazzling, purified by the penance she had been forced to undergo. By his glance alone, she was released from Gautama's curse, and she welcomed the two brothers into her home and worshipped them.